rolling. Welcome, Wastelanders. It's that time again. This is episode 55. We've got a pretty robust crew tonight. Carol, we're actually on 57. Oh, we're on 57? My bad. (laughs) I didn't even tell you. That's okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone. I've been out of the game too long. (laughs) That's okay. You you haven't been around for a while. It's just fine. Yeah, I know. I abandoned. Oh, there's no abandonment. We're we're so lucky and glad to have you back. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I will be sure to make you regret that as little as possible. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, as you can see tonight, we've got Andrew with us. Hey, Andrew. Hi, Kara. <laughs> Hi. And uh, we also have Pat. Hi, Pat. Hey, Kara. How you doing? Doing pretty all right. How about yourself? Doing good, thanks. Awesome. And then we have Dennis. Hey, Dennis. Welcome back, Kara. Thank you. And it looks like Kyle just joined us. Hi, Kyle. Hi, welcome back. Yeah, I dropped Thank a link in, in Kyle's inbox too, just because I, you know, I, I like having Kyle around. So I thought that if he was oh. available, that he could just hop on in. So thanks for hopping on, Kyle. Awesome. Oh, no problem, no problem. Call me at a good time. Yeah, great. Yeah. I didn't know if you'd be working tonight or not, so I figured I'd just randomly throw it out there, see if you were around. Just grabbing a cup of coffee, and I'm, I'm oh good lord, suddenly good to go. I'd be up till tomorrow if I had coffee right now. <laughs> it's decaf for me. Is usually beginning of shift, so I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good call. It in right now, Pat. Are you permanently a decaf person at all times of day? No, no only only late in the evening. I, I I survive on on during the during working hours. I survive on caffeine and fizzy water, and uh, during after hours, it's uh, decaf and uh, and booze. So that's <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, fizzy water. Um, you don't actually mean real like seltzer or something, do you? you are you talking yeah, about yeah, like yeah, soda like, or like? like like a uh, f- flavored, uh, you know, the uh, seltzer, whatever. I don't. You care like about that? Like Lacro- orange flavored La- water and that kind of crap. The Lacroix or Lacroix, however you La- pronounce it. Lacroix is La fine, <laughs> but I'm also fine with the generic stuff. Yeah, a little Perrier water with a little slice of lemon, maybe. Yeah. Oh God, Pat, Absolutely. do you pick up your pinky, please, when you're drinking? No, no, no. Oh come on. No, it's. See, I don't, I don't drink. I don't drink soda, so I, I substitute yeah. fizzy water for the soda. That's, That's interesting. When I lived in uh, Germany, Austria, I, that was their water. You know, pretty much that they'd serve table water at a restaurant, whatever. It was just the the Mineralwasser. It was just the like, you know, fizzy water. I I, I couldn't yeah. stand it. <laughs> oh, so um, guys, guess what today is. None of, none of you are guessing. It is the one-year anniversary. <laughs> of, yeah, exactly. Fallout 4 was released <laughs> one year ago today. Woo! One year. And uh, so that marks about the one-year anniversary of our 12-hour marathon, because that's why we did the marathon. The first year was uh, in celebration of Fallout 4, the release. How fun is wow, that? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why we did our first marathon was because of Fallout 4 coming out, and then it just happened that Skyrim came out. About a year later than that, so we decided to make that our next event. So the that marathon was awesome. has lore. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's crazy. Who would have thought it? Hey, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have to write to Todd Howard and say if they don't put out another game next year at this time, it's gonna really suck and it's gonna yeah. really hurt hey, the. Uh, that's that's hurt actually our charities. 
That's that's right. No, that's an incredible point, actually, Dennis. I was thinking about that because there's these two like you know mystery unnamed games that they have in the background. Uh, theoretically, one of them was like a space one. I was like, ooh, what if the space one just gets like a secret drop in this next year, and we can it'll be a year from now, and we can use that as the next game. Like, but you know. Who knows what these crazy you, you, unknown you games are going to be? In a year, though, it, no, unless totally not for a brand new game. If no, they have, I don't be. know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not betting either one of those drops in a year. Oh no! It's, I'm guaranteeing you they won't. I'm just wishful thinking over here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In a perfect world, but I mean, it's nice yeah. that Bethesda really takes their time with it. So yeah, they well, give you a pretty complete game. I've um, mentioned it's not like a assigned different stats type of role playing game necessarily, but I mentioned maybe we do the marathon next year at the drop of uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, which is supposedly about a year from now. So I, I, I'm excited about that game. I don't know if other people in the group are, but uh, that that was one of my 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 big games back in the day. So who knows? There's, and there'll be new games coming out that we can celebrate, or it doesn't necessarily have to be a game. We can just do our marathon around any sort of event, you know? Doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be a game release celebration. Well, I've never heard anything bad said about Red Dead Redemption, actually. I only hear, yeah. you know, positive, pretty much glowing reports about yeah. the game, so... Uh, I, I think I it sent, sounds like a good idea. I sent a little feedback into uh, Game Talk... I don't know if it actually got played or not. Um, has anybody else out there played the Red Dead Redemption games, the series? Oh yeah, yeah. The um, the first one, oh. remind me, Kyle, was called uh, Red Dead Revolver. Yeah, Red Dead Revolver. And yeah, then, I, never, I never played that one. No. Yeah, I, I, I haven't Red either. Uh, the second one, the sequel to that, is called Red Dead Redemption. Now. Why wouldn't they come up with a third part in the series called Red Dead something else? Why is it Red Dead Revolver 2? That's like having a, a sequel part B to something that's already a sequel. You know what I, I mean? I well, did, didn't it kind of take off with Redemption? I mean, wasn't that the thing that... Like, oh, yeah. Really it's, I think that was way more popular than the Revolver. So I think it's basically, it's just basically branding. A marketing thing? Yeah, yeah. That's dumb. I mean, if, 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 if Redemption had not been... You know, sort of noticeably better than they probably would have called it Red Dead, you know, Redux or something. I think I kind of like like Resurgence or, you know, Resurrection or something, you know. Then you're getting getting awfully close to the Matrix movies, which the second (laughs) two were pretty crap. So I think Rockstar's made. I think Rockstar's made so much money. They're like, we could call it Red Dead crap, and we'll still be bathing yeah. in GTA money. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. They can afford to take risks on other games. I think they should put John Marston with a cool mustache and some cool booty shorts on an island out in like Hawaii or something, maybe, and call it like John Marston PI. <laughs> They can make they can make it the cover photo like they do the GTA with like the the chick you know blowing like the kisses and and uh, shit like that making it look uh like the eighties mm, you know we love the well, 80s. actually no GTA five was she was holding like an iPhone with the pineapple on it or whatever oh. I'm getting flashes of Tom Selleck all through my head now and you should he's a sexy <laughs> it always man. it always comes down to Andrew facial hair and a cool hat yeah, I shaved my beard, you guys, for Halloween this year. I went as Han Solo because my kid was a little... Everyone assumed he was Luke Skywalker because he was a little Jedi, but if anyone knows your Star Wars lore at all, um, my wife was Princess Leia, I was Han Solo, and our little boy was... Who Who was Jay- our little boy then? Jaden. Ben. Jason. Ben. Jay- uh, or there's Anakin. There's Anakin. No, no. Who's Kyle the child of Leia and Ben? Kyle. Yeah. 
It's little. But doesn't li- that mean Mo's li- going to kill you? When little he grows Ben up? Solo. I even posted a picture saying, "Oh, oh. look, it's little Ben Solo," and we have full faith that our little boy will grow up to be an honest, hardworking, loving son that have nothing to do with my ultimate demise. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler well, alert a... to anyone who hasn't seen that movie yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was yeah I was thinking about the uh, Jedi Academy books uh, where where they had the the triplets. Oh no, I didn't even know they had triplets. Is that is that canon? Oh yeah, like they've done well, a whole I, bunch I, of redacting and changing yeah. things. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think movies. yeah, I think I think I think I think Star Wars has a doesn't it have a hierarchy of canon? Like the movies are the most canon, and then I think when Disney purchased are... it, they actually declared what is and what is not canon. Now I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they they did a thing like after after the latest movie came out, they did made like a whole post about what is and is not canon anymore. Ah. To just kind of straighten everything out well, that's I guess. also that's also because they the, launched a new series of comic yeah. books as well and they wanted those comic books to actually be worthwhile into the universe and sell well so they rewrote what is actually yeah. canon and what isn't so they could uh, sell those comic books yeah the basic basically whatever made us cold hard cash that is now canon enjoy <laughs> exactly exactly there goes dennis getting to the heart of the problem the great ewok adventure now canon exactly <laughs> He won many, Christmas special. How many Jar Jars do we sell? Uh, not mm. enough. Well, uh, two more, and he's canon. Man, I just watched uh, the Clone Wars the other night with Jar Jar, and I was like, people need to let him out of the doghouse. Sure, he's a little bit annoying, but uh, people went overboard, I think, with their Jar Jar hate. And, and I, I will duck as everyone throws their iPods at me right now. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to join you down there because I feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, people I overreact. Do... I did feel uncomfortable when the movies first came out because I was like, I don't know, this he sounds a little racist. Fake like, Jamaican. This, yeah, this yeah. is making me uncomfortable. I can't believe this made it through. Yeah. But Aren't there as a editors character, here? he's fine. <laughs> the way he was speaking, not so much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A, a caricature of a of a of the guesstimation of an accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was told that there's a, an underground movement online saying that he's a Sith. That, oh yeah. Oh, that'd be that, interesting. That, that's actually all an act. And it's more like a, like a, he's infiltrating like drunken fighter style. Kind of, he acts like a retard, but he's a, he's actually a, a Sith. Hey, uh, let's, let's redact that R word, shall we, Kyle? All right. My bad. <laughs> No, you're fine. I apologize. So now I'm. So now it's actually going to come down to Jar Jar Binks being the ultimate evil, and then that is Ben will like join that. with his with Ray and all the other Jedi who are left alive, which I don't know how many are. Anymore, I know this, and, and then they'll defeat him. I know the Star Wars chat is is dragging on here, guys. But my uh, my wife has and, and I have differing opinions of the relationship between Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren and ray and the whole family and everything uh, do you guys have any guesses of what their relationships are well we, we know we know two of them we know we know kylo and luke right what is the relationship between uh kylo ren and uh, uncle and, and nephew right okay. I mean, is yeah, this a yeah, trick question okay. no 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 that's not a trick question at all. i just kind of want to talk through it because i can't really yeah. make sense of these relationships so those that's 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 clear i think yeah. that, so, that one is clear my, I think my wife my wife ray, automatically assumes my wife automatically assumes that ray is luke's daughter whereas i believe that since star wars loves to beat you in the fucking head with themes <laughs> over and over again that they have to be twins that kylo ren 
and Rey have to be twins separated at birth in order to protect them because they were hunting down Jedis or whatever. Kylo Ren stayed with his parents and Rey happened to go off with a family. There's a scene in The Force Awakens where Rey is remembering back to her childhood and seeing an airplane fly off. Well, that's her parents like fucking off and leaving her with the slave trader who is the person who's like... That makes no sense. Fourteen portions. If there are twins that were separated at birth, I think that... Uh, Han and Leia would probably place her with someone safer than a slave trader. Well, that's their parents had nothing to do with it. It's like they're because they were separated and trying to be hidden by the Jedi. Someone and like found her and sold her off. You know what I mean? Like they stole her or something. I don't. Well, know. that's just rude. That's horrible. But anyway, I'm saying that Star Wars beats you in the head with themes over and over. So they got to be twins. I who, can see that. That's a good point about the themes. They really kind yeah. of. Yeah. Well, I figured yeah. cousins, maybe. Cousins. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she automatically assumed it was Luke's daughter just because of that connection. And I'm thinking Luke's gay. Hmm. It's possible. Mark Hamill's even said that in interviews before, but I don't know if there's actually anything to that or well, not. Well, he didn't straight out say it. He was. It's, it's he a possibility or something. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. admitted it was a possibility, and then, but then he also said. He's whatever you want him to be. He's whatever, yeah. <laughs> I love Luke Skywalker, but Mark Hamill, come on. <laughs> that guy, oh, a little Hamill. much. No, I love him as the Joker. Good stuff. Oh, me too. Yeah. Favorite. Um, so. so uh, but do you think, do you think, I don't, do, you, do you think they're going to go that trite? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm giving, I'm giving them a little more credit. For, are you? For going a little bit of a new Well, I, I love the new movie and I love J.J. Abrams, but I think that he uh, made too many nods. To the first movie, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, new there, direction. I think they missed the new direction there were, part of that. There were too many. It, it was great to see nods to the classic, but there was almost too much to it. Mm. Um, so I don't, I don't know if they will avoid that on purpose. You know, Pat. Yeah, like I don't know if they uh, will be yeah, that tried I'm, I'm or kind not. Of thinking, but... uh, first one there, and well, episode what that was episode seven, right? Yes. Number, yes. Okay. So episode seven, definitely some fan service there. In that one, in terms of all the callbacks and the desert planet yeah. and the yada da yada da, I, I I have cautiously hopeful that in in eight and nine they'll go off in a little bit more of a yeah. distinct direction. That, and that I was the, just the, about to the say spoiler alert of you know the death of Han Solo. Then will be the break and looking now uh-huh. they're going to go off in some some different directions for the last two. Yeah. I I'm hopeful they will and like they wouldn't just play out the twins because that would just be terrible I, I was they I was, might do it but it I would was be just so about terrible to, i was just about to say it's probably this movie was like a call to arms to collect all the um former fans of star wars the the, the kids who grew up with star wars is to get is to collect those people who are now adults back in and to hook their children as children uh, so that they get yeah, obsessed yeah. with the next few movies as well and so they're just revisiting these themes just to sort of like remind the children about what these major themes are, and then I think you're right that the next two will spin off in some crazy direction. If Rogue One or anything like that is any indication, then that seems like you know a very interesting branch of the Star Wars story. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. I don't is know. JJ directing that one too? I don't believe so. I don't, I don't th- think so because no. the people the the I don't know if they're brothers, but the team who did like the Lego Movie and Twenty Two Jump Street and stuff like that, they're doing the this the Han Solo single movie so i I think any of those like middle ones or like the in-between ones or whatever i don't think those are going to be jj but you know george lucas only directed the first one he passed off directing duties on the on empire and 
um, Return of the Jedi. So I don't know. Will JJ stay the director the whole time? I'm, he, he probably will, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. George Lucas didn't. I, I, I thought he was signed for eight for a seven, eight, nine. Okay, and cool. Then, like you said, all the other peripheral things in Ancillary, between were be, yeah. you know, other directors. Yeah, cool. All right. So well, God, I'm having I, a lot of fun uh, talking about Star yeah, Wars, no but I also want to ask your guys' opinions about having Fallout uh, in your lives for an, an another year. Oh, it's been goodness. one whole year since the release. <sighs> but what do you think, Pat? Yeah, I, so I've so I've been playing Skyrim for what two two weeks now? Yeah, roughly two. Or I guess yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be two weeks this this weekend. And I I I, I, I miss Fallout. I tell you, I, I do miss the Fallout. Um, you know, Sky, Skyrim is you know got its own little nice. It's got its own benefits and everything else, but. Uh, but I, uh, I I have been thinking, boy, I, I would like to get back into the wasteland. Although I'm actually thinking I might slip in that New Vegas disc instead because that's really the uh, we talked about it a lot. Oh here. wow, Pat, nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 So so because so I, I feel like I, I I haven't exhausted Fallout Four by any means, but I, I feel like there's there's just not you know for all the reasons we talked about, there's just not some of the depth of some of the character options that you pick up at some of the other ones. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a. I thought it was a good game, a successful game. I enjoyed it, enjoyed every minute playing it. Although I think it is different from New Vegas or three. Mm-hmm. You know, I was reading an old Game Informer mag. I think it was from like March, and there were a lot of complaints uh, in terms of how some readers felt about how Game Informer treated uh, this latest Fallout installment they were pretty angry that there was less room for role play uh, because they felt this fallout uh, in comparison to the other fallouts. And I haven't played the other, so I don't know, gave you less room to just kind of make up your own backstory. And that was something that really bothered yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they, lo- they, they lock you in with this, uh, you know, the I guess the other games probably would also have a storyline that you have to follow, but it it does seem like they they did cement down. You are either a male who was in the army and did this, or the female who did this, and then this is your story. Your baby gets stolen, and blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so three. I mean, three three. You 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 literally literally start off as a kid. You're a baby. That's the first thing you are, and then you 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 don't really sort of fully role play growing up but you have your birthday party and you have your goat test and some other things and in each of those you get to go in different directions and then and then fault fault new vegas oh, i forgot actually... about the goat test i was like what the fuck is he talking oh, about oh, the goat is the <laughs> thing ever. yeah i remember that now it's from um not concord what's that 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 oh, settlement well, covenant. covenant yes yeah yeah covenant from fallout 4 is the goat test from three but then new is vegas exactly is the... actually very skyrimy in the sense that you 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 start off as the courier, but that's all. You're just the courier. You could be a 17 year old man or a 85 year old woman, and you know it, it doesn't matter because it's you know you, you're you're just the courier. So um, that that's your only back. That's the only way in which you're limited by your backstory. You can your your prior history, your 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 gender, your age. The things you like to do, mm-hmm. the things you're good at, all your choice. And you, you were just talking about the um, uh, uh, New Vegas. 
New Vegas, right? That's okay. when you're the courier. And, and yeah. that's that can be that's the one where there's like the New California Republic and all the yep. like the 18 different factions who are all warring and yep. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really need to yeah. play those old games, you guys. You, you, at, at least you. I could, I could see not going back to three. All um, I, I mean, it's it's a good game. Don't get me wrong, but I could see maybe not going back to that because yeah. I don't think the gameplay is sort of as strikingly mm-hmm. good as New Vegas. I think if you do some of the modded, more modded playthroughs, I mean, it it takes a little bit of work to uh, take some of the uh, of it, but. I, you know, obviously it's it's not going to be Fallout Four, but uh, you know it it's not it wouldn't be a it's not a horrible game as long as you can uh, tweak it a little bit. But I I still enjoy Vanilla Three, but you know it it modded versions, especially with the new Vegas. I mean, the new Vegas mods are you know second probably only to a Skyrim. As far as I think I don't know who I was watching. I don't know if it was Victor who mentioned it. it Might have like- been when I was watching one of uh gopher's videos where he was going over you know he uh goes over the whole bethesda you know uh magic or you know theory of what should because people are talking about what should be in elder scroll six and he goes through each of the bethesda games he goes through morrowind he goes through you uh, fallout three and he talks about you know all the good things that are in the game because people say well you shouldn't have this and you shouldn't have that but he talks about what the the formula overall of what makes these games great and successful and, you know, most of it's open world, the ability to have so many of different choices. And so if you go back to some of the older games, yeah, they do have warts, but you see all of the building blocks that, you know, that, you know, gave you Skyrim, that gave you Fallout 4, all of the good things. There's all good chunks and identifiable pieces in yeah. all, all of those games. Yeah. That's beautiful. I, I, you said that was a video that Gopher had uploaded. Yes, I, I it's, should, a, I like a, check it's like it's like a six-part series. Oh wow, yeah, and it focuses on all the good things and not like sitting there, exactly know, saying what's what's wrong with each of them, but this could be improved. It's just strictly, you know, oh this this is what you you know we got people got from it at that yeah. time. It's what's made it so successful, so special, and and you know this is how they build on it. Nice. Hey, uh, before we get into uh, what the rest of us thought of our first yeah. year of fallout four. It's time to throw a word for, uh, to throw in a word from our sponsors. Following total atomic annihilation, it may fall to you to save the great nation. That's why Voltec has made extra preparation and are proud to present to you a special education. Would you like a very spiffy brand new ASA podcasting t-shirt? Well, that's great because we have two brand new designs, one for a Skyrim addict and one for the Fallout feed over at etsy.com slash shop slash ASA podcasting. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so sorry to interrupt that. Uh, so we were reminiscing about uh, the building blocks and that, that to me is a, is something that does bring me back to play any old game. There are times when I look at my old collection, I'm like, how could I have ever enjoyed this? I'm never going to play this again. And then I get bored one day and I pop something in. And I'm like, oh, I forgot how much I enjoyed this. Give me a specific but, example of this, please. I, I want to know what series you're talking about. Uh, 
Well, honestly, for one of the things was uh, that Star Fox N64 game oh, yes. and Star Fox GoldenEye. I oh, loved man. GoldenEye. Oh, GoldenEye was great. Terrific. Do you yeah. like modern uh, adaptations of the previous game? Uh, for for GoldenEye Double uh, O Seven. Because the the we any... the we did a supposed almost remake of the one on N sixty four, but I hated it. I don't know why. Uh, I just could not play it, and I loved the one on N sixty four. I would just play the same levels over and over, and then my buddies and I would play the multiplayer all the damn time. It was so I... fun playing the man with a golden gun or like single chop hits or something. You know, just like. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the paintball version of the multiplayer <laughs> yeah. one too. It's incredible and. It was one of those games, the first games that I ever got so familiar with it, I knew every nook and cranny of every map, you know? That's like, I, yeah. that was the first game that I'd done that for. And and then Mario Kart was right behind it with memorizing every fucking turn on the track, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just being able yeah. to predict, like, oh, I'm going to slam it now, you know, like you knew every little, every bit. But, yeah, I love mm-hmm. that, the, that Bond game. So you were saying the progression of the Bond games... Or other N64 games? Yeah, uh, pretty much Super NES um, and N64 games and so on and so forth. It's it's interesting to me to play something or to have played something way back when and then play another game that kind of plays on that nostalgia, either intentionally or unintentionally. Um, and I can't think of any good examples right now. But it just kind of reminds me of, you know, it's it's kind of like when you think back on your childhood sometimes, you're like, it was a happier time and I had so few adult problems and so on and so forth. I had my own kid problems, but it kind of brings me back in that way. Um, And it just, it gives me a warm feeling. My my favorite example of that, Kara, building blocks wise of following a, a character or a series would be Mario and Zelda are obvious to me or just like Oh yeah. The earlier games are still amazingly fun, but you can see how each one builds on the predecessor to build yet another amazing installment, except for part two, which was really weird for Mario. But the <laughs> uh you know, especially the Zelda games. I love playing. I I don't do it anymore because of Skyrim and Fallout and all this podcasting project that I've gotten myself into. I, I don't know if you guys have heard about it. But th- <laughs> I used to go back and play um, Zelda Wind Waker annually and um, Ocarina of Time. I used to play. I used to go back and play those games every year, like just to go through them again because I loved them so much. I haven't done that in the last few years, but I I would just love to play the Ocarina of Time and then. Wind Waker because I, I could just see how they build off each other and they're so pretty and I, lo- I, I do like watching that progression and stuff. Yeah, although honestly with some of the new progressions, I can't keep up. I mean, no? uh, admittedly I'm not a console gamer. I pretty oh, no. much suck. That, that stinks. No, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. You can let them go. Uh, but I am excited. I, I've said it a hundred times and everyone's tired of it. Like, yes, Andrew, we know your Nintendo rule. My Nintendo rule is if uh, a Zelda and a Mario Kart come out for it, I have to, I have to go get, uh, you know, the, the new system if Zelda and Mario Kart are out for it. So the, when this new Switch thing is coming out, I'm totally going to get that. If that new Zelda game, which, which I'm really excited about because they said it actually plays a lot like Skyrim, which I'm, I'm excited to see a Zelda game with a little bit of uh, exploration of Skyrim open worldness to it. That'll be really fun. That will be. 
Uh, I just want to take a quick jump of train of thought here. Uh, I think Pat has an email that we need to cover for this episode. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, we'll we'll uh, finish out the show in a little bit with uh, just our final thoughts on the first year of Fallout 4. So, uh, yeah, let's go check some email. Yeah, so this one is from a good friend of the show, Shalene, uh, who uh, responded. We had thrown out on the Facebook and the Twitters uh, – what uh, just sort of an open open topic? What would people like to hear about? And uh, Shalene uh, shot back a really interesting topic here. And I don't, we we may not even have time to cover all this since we got a good group here. We may maybe want to let this carry over to the next episode, but we can yeah, get it started fine. here. Yeah. So Shalene writes uh, to the to the show. Her title of her email is hypothetical scenarios. So here's uh, her suggestion: an apocalypse is about to happen, and you, lucky podcast host get to be the architects of destruction if there had to be an apocalypse which type would you pick nuclear devastation plague alien invasion zombies polar shift drought flood what's your favorite type of apocalypse thanks for the excellent podcast Shalene. thanks for that excellent conversation starter nice nice going here yeah, that's incredible so uh so uh, maybe, uh, Andrew, we'll start with you. What uh, what would be your chosen apocalypse See, if you had to pick one? I really have no idea. Like, if, if you have to frame the question in, like, do what is the existence I myself would like to live in or what is the one that I find most interesting? Because the mo- I think they're both valid questions. Yeah, I'm, Answer I'm, whichever one you like. See, I don't even know because I'm, a, I'm just a classic fan of – holy shit, I just woke up and everybody's gone and there's no explanation of what the fuck is going on. Like, I, that is fun to me. So, I, so I woke up of, and uh, everyone has disappeared. Like, either so, Rapture is fun explanation for that or, um, you know, like 28 days later, sort of that guy wakes up and everyone's yeah, gone, yeah, you know, yeah. like, except for, you know, I'm not into zombies. I, I think zombies are way overdone these days. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, so an apocalypse without zombies with uh so you, you could do you're like waking a, up with everybody uh, gone. I, I just like think that's monkeys kind of thing. Ooh, I actually really uh, like that movie. Mm, yeah, I haven't watched that. Monkeys. I haven't watched the series, but the movie I remember really liking. Yeah, I, I haven't it. either. But the the show the the movie was uh, was good. I mean, very creepy. Lots of was, like, WTF is going on here. Was that, that a classic yeah. like sci-fi novel or something that they adapted for a movie? I, I don't know anything don't know. about it. But that's so what incredible. I'm hearing is that you like mystery with your apocalypse? And. It's just better than being like, well, the Chinese dropped a bomb on our asses, so we dropped one on them. You know, like, (laughs) that's not fun to me. Or, you know, the lost theory where, like, I actually die in a plane crash, but, like, we're in some weird mystery. You're not dead. I'm not dead. (laughs) Over this. Sorry. Um, So, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, Hellfire and Brimstone might be awesome to see before you die like i like meteors i don't know meteors that's a classic <laughs> definitely a classic there that is, yeah that's a classic um, so, so what about uh, what, yeah. what, uh other people Dennis, uh, what about you do you have a uh, a chosen apocalypse i don't know i'd probably go with aliens because i get i, I Oh, I'm not fun. much of a sci-fi person, so every time I watch a sci-fi movie, I'm like, "This is such crap." <laughs> so I'd like to, I'd like to actually see the aliens really pull off a uh, good apocalypse. And if they screw it all up, I'm like, "Yeah, well, 
whatever. You screwed it up again. I don't believe in you guys you, anyway. Yeah. Can you brainstorm for me? Dennis, can I'm you brainstorm go, for I'm gonna me? I'm going to go what? read my L. Ron Hubbard book. F all of you. Yeah, nice. <laughs> hey, hey, Dennis, can you brainstorm for me what sort of form of apocalypse the aliens would bring to us? Like, why, how would it happen? Death, death always, rays from I, above? I, my, un, my uncreative mind always goes back to the South Park anal probe. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, and you the... chose this one willingly. <laughs> this is your choice. Oh, man. Oh, that speaks volumes, Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything to add to that now. <laughs> All right, Kyle. You, you, you opened your mouth. You can be next. What's, uh, what's your apoc- uh, chosen apocalypse? Oh, given the choices, I would say uh, zombie apocalypse. Now you can for... go. You don't have to tell. You don't. Shalim was only starting the conversation. You can pick a totally off the rails apocalypse if you want. Well, I mean, it's it, it's not feasible, but it, I know it's overplayed, like Andrew said. But out of out of those things, or out of most apocalypse uh, choices, it's you're you know um, most likely to maybe make it out, mm. make it live longer, um, and. You know, you might have some fun in the meantime. Who knows? I mean, you might have, you might meet somebody and get with a crew. And yeah, there's got to be loss and there's going to be, it's going to be horrible and it's going to be an apocalypse, but you never know. I mean, I watch it, I watch Walking Dead every week and I've seen them laugh. So, (laughs) so apparently the apocalypse can't be completely horrible. Oh, the survivors. I thought you meant the zombies. I'm like, I'd never seen those motherfuckers (laughs) smile, dude. (laughs) Oh my God. Now I want to see a movie where zombies start laughing oh, wait wait there's that one where the zombie falls in love with the girl that came out warm not too bodies. long ago yes, yeah that one bodies. they gotta laugh that at was, that one right that was so funny yeah he's my that's, best friend that's but all guy, we do is grunt at each he's, other he's <laughs> beast a good movie I, I like that movie he's beast in the new x-men series right that, yeah. that actor yeah. i like him he's fun i think it's nick holt or something i don't know i don't got a crush on him like you do care I, I would totally. <laughs> yeah, of I'd course like, you yes, would. <laughs> I, I might. Jeez. I mean, he's and also I'm married. English, so, you yeah, know. I heard him in a Saab commercial or some Mercedes or something. Um, yeah. Who who do we need to check in with? Kara, did you say your apocalypse? Uh, Pat? I, yeah, Pat hasn't, and I haven't. Okay. For me, it would be ancient curse. Mm, that's fun. Like a oh, temple what? or uh, yeah, th- from yeah, the. Uh, you know. The, the the pyramids or something? Something like that. I mean, there's so don't many go... things we still don't know about this world, and we are notorious for poking our noses where they don't belong. <laughs> we kind of serve us right to, nice. to uh, Ooh, get I like crap that. for it. So yeah. what sort of ancient curse? What what present form would an ancient curse take? Uh, well, Plague? some of it was mentioned on the Facebook post, like uh, pestilence, mm-hmm. uh, death, um you know, you know all the good ones. Yeah, all, all <laughs> the fun the, stuff. The classics. Yes, yeah, I could see like a yeah. you open the you open the the the, the ancient cursed temple and like a, a horde of uh, you know you have locusts or something fly out and eat all you know eat all the you know, uh, the food on the planet or something like that. Yeah. You know? Like, what if we finally find Atlantis, and we really shouldn't have, because there was a reason it disappeared. Oh, that's Snap, fun. I like that. that like, back in the day, they jettisoned it Man. into the depths right. of the we're ocean. G- we're going to cut this out of the podcast, and we're going we're gonna to have a, a brainstorming session. We're going to write a script here, guys. It is <laughs> I, also, I, I like the Atlantis connection. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, 
I encourage everybody listening to this to send in uh, your own ideas through feedback because yeah. uh, yeah. we, we, we could use all the good ideas for ending the world that we could possibly have. Yeah. <laughs> Not I mean, that we're planning anything. No. I mean, you do it at the ballot box, for example. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I, like I don't, I don't want to be stuck with my lame, lame anal probe idea forever. <laughs> if you've got a better idea, please, please drop one on me so I don't have to suffer through anything. Oh, that's hilarious. That's great. <laughs> what about you, Pat? So, so mine is um, is the uh, Planet of the Apes style, where um, oh, nice. basically humans cause all this crap. They deserve to be walking around in rags and being you know, slaves of the of the of the ape masters. And uh, and 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 in the Planet of the Apes now, in the I'm talking original Planet of the Apes before you get in deep into the sequels and you find out there's still like nuclear cultists and all this other crap going on. But in the, in the original one, it's like. You know the apes are perfectly happy. They're riding around on their horses. They got their they got their scholars and they got their leaders and they got their soldiers. Until the humans show up and start screwing things up, the apes are perfectly happy. So I think if like if humans cause some kind of terrible nuclear apocalypse, let the apes take over. They deserve a shot. They can't do any worse than we have. As, and this... there's other there's other examples of that. The other one is. Uh, the uh, classic Jack Kirby comic uh, series Commandi, which is kind of the same way. It's Commandi uh, is like a he's like the the, the last surviving uh, human boy on a on a planet populated by intelligent talking talking animals. So that's that's another thing in the Planet of the Apes vein. Oh, that's interesting. Is this the one that you find most interesting, or that you desire to happen? Well, I, I think it's the one that's sort of most poetically poetically appropriate you know that that you know humans screw the place up so bad the animals get to take over mm-hmm. now the, the the absolute grimmest apocalypse to me is have you any of you guys read or uh cormac mccarthy's the road i, I have and i've watched the movie I, i've read the book i it's oh my goodness i, I, I couldn't get past I read, like the first 50 pages man i read the book and it's, i and i actually bleak. realized i could not possibly watch that movie because yeah i i can't imagine the, that the grimness of that book being brought to life I mean, in a film of course in like any form the movie is well i'm gonna do the movie's not nearly as good as the book but you know it's <laughs> it's a it's it's more tame if i can put it that way i don't know mm-hmm. The book is fucking bleak and graphic. Like yeah, it, it is, yeah. it is rough. The movie's not not more, nearly as rough. There are a lot more things you can portray with words than yeah. uh, with my, emotion. Sometimes my, my mind can just get demented too if if the description is good enough. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I find know, I find that hard to believe. No, no, <laughs> you probably wouldn't want to, Dennis. Uh, and on so that note, yeah, uh, that would be my all-time bleak apocalypse. Oh, that's that's great. What happened in the? What was the stand? Was that a sickness? I yeah, I, super, I could get through fun. that one. Yeah, was that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Captain Trips or whatever they called it. Yeah. Um, well, on that note, we will continue on with our thoughts on uh, the anniversary of Fallout 4 on next week's episode. So uh, I encourage everyone to tune in uh, next time when we will uh, see some more email. I think we got one from Michael coming up, and uh, I think Kylie has an email that we'll check in with uh, next week. So thank you for everyone listening to this episode. And uh, before we sign off tonight really quick, I just would like to thank these following people who... Uh, donated for episode 50 of the Fallout feed. Uh, $1 can get you this episode still, guys, everyone. It's in the vault, but you can still access it forever, uh, even years down the road when you hear this. If you're listening to back catalogs, contact me and uh, at thefalloutfeed at gmail.com. 
And we'll get you episode 50 if you donate $1 to asapodcasting at gmail.com. And that dollar will go directly to the CFF.org, the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So thanks to Nathan, General Fernbach, Matthew, Michael, Andrew, not me, Andrew, uh, Andrew, Dallas, Michael, Caleb, Lee, Casey, Ray, Dennis, Pat, Keith, Kenneth, Sherry, Edward, Ray, Kylie, Dale, Kyle, Michelle, Blake, Lee, Nathan, Shaleen, and Juan. Thanks, everybody. And uh, we will... Thank uh, you. And uh, for... Let's see. Who do we got here? Uh, for Kara. Thank you, Kara, for coming on. It was great to talk to you again. It's great to be back. Uh, Dennis, thanks for uh, checking in, buddy. Oh, yeah. Anytime. Kyle, awesome to have you. Thanks. Thanks for the invite. And Pat, as always. Good to talk to everybody. And uh, this is Andrew saying... Thanks for listening, everyone, and we will see you in the wasteland. See you in the wasteland. See you. Episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to asapodcasting.com where you will find the Fallout feed, a Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland. An apocalypse is about to happen, and you, lucky podcast hosts, get to be the architects of destruction.